Hello. Welcome to the eighth episode of my short lecture series on family violence and crime. I'm Dr. Hasan Bukar. In this episode, we talk about sibling abuse. Being raised with two younger siblings, I can attest that having siblings is joyful. Most of the time, though. In some other times, siblings may rival each other. Sibling rivalry is a type of competition or animosity among siblings, whether blood-related or not. While this rivalry would be considered a normal part of socialization process in a child's life, it might easily turn to be a severe abuse that would have long-lasting adverse consequences in his or her life. Professionals need to be able to distinguish between a normal sibling, sibling rivalry and the abusive treatment of a child by a sibling and determine effective intervention strategies. In this chapter, we are talking about a common yet understudied type of family violence, sibling abuse. Sibling abuse is probably the most common form of family violence in the United States. Many people consider this aggression to be a normal part of growing up. Uh, however, sibling abuse may be more likely to occur in such overburdened families because parents who are overwhelmed with multiple stressors may selectively ignore what they perceive as normal sibling rivalry when in fact such acts are sibling abuse. Werden Wee, who is the co-author of Perilous Rivalry When Siblings Become Abusive, states that as many as 53 out of every 100 children abuse a brother or sister higher than the percentage of adults who abuse their children or their spouse. According to we, some, uh, what some kids do to their brother or sister inside the family would be called assault outside the family. And when we talk about sibling abuse, you might have heard about this term before. And I wonder how many of the following excuses have you heard used to justify one sibling's acts towards another. Usually those are obviously violent acts. You might have heard people say, oh, don't worry about it, it's just normal sibling rivalry. Or they might say they were just playing doctor, or kids will be kids, or um, you know, kids are calling uh, names each other, each other names. Or it might uh, be you know, like, it's just normal childhood curiosity, oh, don't worry about it. But all in all, we know that <clears throat> sibling abuse is a common form of uh, family violence, and it can come in various forms, as we discussed in, in, in previous chapters. Uh, it might be in the form of physical, mental, or sexual abuse inflicted by one child in a family unit on another. This definition covers the various types of abuse, um, and, you know, uh, as we discussed previously, um, especially the sexual abuse, child sexual abuse, attracts much more attention compared to physical and emotional abuse. And once this happens in the form of sibling abuse, this would definitely be considered as intrafamilial sexual abuse or incest, as we discussed in the previous chapter. Um, for those types of sibling abuse, the question comes to the point of whether this was just curiosity or sexual abuse. 
And when professionals assess the situations, they usually look at if the both siblings were curious or whether one or two of them had consent for that or whether they had a significant age difference or how old both were at the time of this, this act. Um, especially at the age of four or below, uh, we consider sexual curiosity as a part of child development as a normal part of child development but if you are talking about a brother at the age of uh, 15 and the other sibling being at the age of five and they were both being curious then the professionals should be more carefully assessing the situation uh, and determine whether it was uh, really just out of curiosity or involved um, an abusive relationship. And when we look at the characteristics of sibling abuse, we usually see that it occurs at a higher rate among children and families in which both child, in which both child abuse and intimate partner abuse are present. So it's usually a kind of multi-assaultive family type where we see sibling abuse. And sibling assaults are higher in families with child abuse than in those with intimate partner abuse. So if we see uh, a child abuse by parents, the likelihood to see siblings also abusing each other increase significantly. And although boys are more likely than girls to engage in sibling abuse, both sexes participate in this form of violence as, as abusers. And it crosses all racial and socioeconomic lines, just like other types of family violence. And there are certainly uh, factors that may contribute to sibling abuse, um, like parents are mostly absent from home, so they cannot effectively supervise uh, those siblings. And most of those abusive uh, acts uh, happen when there is no effective supervision. And the parents are not involved in their children's lives, even if, um, you know, they are... Uh, they are there, they might not be functional. And parents are not emotionally available to the children, uh, which again is going to be considered as child neglect, uh, which was the subject of uh, the previous chapter. And um, parents might not be aware of um, the concept of sibling abuse, and they might consider sibling rivalry as a part of family life rather than working to minimize it. And, um, you know, they might not be efficient uh, when they perceive or when they see a violent act among siblings, they might not be able to stop um, that violent behavior uh, because of various reasons. Uh, they might not be able to uh, identify that problematic behavior. They might not know how to deal with that. Um, so they might just be letting it go and, 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 uh, allowing one sibling to abuse the other ones. And what we know is uh, those children who abuse their children are usually exposed to violence within the family or outside the family. Or um, there are inappropriate family roles. For example, um, they are burdened with too much caretaking responsibility for a younger sibling. Um, you know, uh, we know that's the fact. Uh, in many families, they need to rely on uh, elder children uh, to take care of the younger ones. 
And if those elder siblings are not capable of handling that um, serious responsibility, uh, their acts might also constitute uh, uh, abuse. And what we also know is just like being exposed to other types of violence, being exposed to pornography uh, or, or sex at earlier ages might uh, inhibit this curiosity uh, among younger children. And this, again, at some point might turn to be uh, sexual abuse of a younger sibling or, you know, same, same as sibling as well. So that's a complicated situation as you might have already seen, um, but it gets more complicated when we see serial abuse of siblings. Uh, serial abuse of siblings occurs when the perpetrator, who is a member of the family first, abuses one child and then abuses another, another, children, another uh, child, another, another sibling. And the type of abuse inflicted on a sibling may be physical, emotional, sexual, or a combination combination of those different types of abuse. Um, and the problem in this case is is uh, it's a kind of cycle. Um, this um, child first starts abusing uh, one of his or her siblings, and then once the sibling reaches a certain age. Um, he or she, the abuser, starts um, implementing the same types of acts towards younger siblings as this first victim ages out of that vicious cycle. So it's uh, a more problematic situation, especially if there is not an early intervention or the families are not capable of identifying that problematic behavior at the earlier stages an abuser might become a serial abuser and start abusing more than one sibling in the same family. And, you know, what's the answer for that problem? What are the intervention strategies? As you know, um, you know, if a child is being abused in a household, um, the most conventional approach um, is, to, uh, is to take this child out of this household. And um, at a later point, if needed, the parents' rights uh, might also be seized and they might not be able to exercise any parental rights on children. This might be the case, an option of intervention in the case of sibling abuse as well. <clears throat> so the abuser might be uh, expelled from the house. Uh, he or she might be required to take treatment or if, uh, if the acts involve a criminal behavior, um, the situation might require an adjudication and a criminal punishment. In short, we can say uh, sibling abuse is the most common form of family violence, uh, even though it's not well studied or well understood. And society often accepts violence between siblings as normal rivalry. And it can, uh, it can have long-term consequences for its victims because it's usually not identified at the earlier stages. And sibling abuse uh, may include all various types of violent behavior. Uh, it can uh, be by a male or a female children against a male or female children. So there's not a specific 
sex for the abusers or the victims. And like other forms of uh, family violence, it crosses all socioeconomic lines and may be present in the homes of the rich and the famous, as well as those who live in, um, in poverty. Um, that's pretty much um, it what we wanted to cover about sibling abuse. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. And I'm looking forward to having you all again next time. Uh, stay safe. Bye.